Hello, everyone. Welcome to the February edition of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. Over the next month, I'm going to take a deep dive into the role of human resources in fully operationalizing a best practices compliance program. Each day, I will pick up one topic with three key takeaways, which you can utilize to improve, enhance, or upgrade your compliance program. This series of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Designing Compensation to Operationalize Compliance One of the many areas that companies have not paid as much attention to in their anti-corruption compliance program is designing their compensation system to more fully operationalize compliance. However, the DOJ and SEC have long made clear that they view monetary structure for compensation, rewarding those employees who do business in compliance with their employers' compliance programs, as one of the ways to reinforce compliance programs and the message of compliance. As far back as 2004, then-SEC Director of Enforcement Stephen Cutler said, Make integrity, ethics, and compliance a part of the promotion, compensation, and evaluation processes as well. For at the end of the day, the most effective way to communicate that doing the right thing is a priority is to reward it. The 2012 FCPA guidance stated the DOJ and SEC recognize that positive incentives can drive compliant behavior. These incentives may take such forms as personnel evaluations and promotions, rewards for improving and developing a company's compliance programs, and rewards for ethics and compliance leadership. Mark Roberge, in a Harvard Business Review article entitled The Right Way to Use Compensation, discussed the design and redesign of an employee's compensation system to help drive behaviors. The article's subtitle indicated how the company fared in this technique as it read, quote, to shift strategy, change how you pay your team, end quote. The article laid out a framework for the CCO or compliance practitioner to operationalize compensation as a mechanism in any best practices compliance program. As your compliance program matures and your strategy shifts, it is critical that employees bring, who bring in the revenue understand and behave in ways that support the strategy. The sales compensation system can help ventures achieve that compliance. The prescription for you as the compliance practitioner is to revise the incentive system to focus employees on the goals of your compliance program. This may mean you You need to change incentives as your compliance program matures from installing the building blocks of compliance to integrating anti-corruption compliance within the DNA of your company. There are three key questions you should ask. Is it simple? Is the change aligned with your company values? And does it affect behavior immediately? So simplicity. Keep the compensation plan simple, i.e. the KISS principle. Keep it simple, sir, when designing your program. If you do not do so, employees might fall back on their old bad behaviors in the past. Two, alignment. As the CCO or compliance practitioner, you need to posit the most important compliance goal your entity needs to achieve, and from there you should determine how your compensation program will be aligned with that goal. What the DOJ and SEC seem to understand is that you should not underestimate the power of your compensation plan. You can tweak your compliance communications, be it training, videos, or reminders, or other forms of messaging, but it's incumbent to remember that if the majority of your compliance revenue is generated by salespeople, aligning their compensation plan will have greater impact than anything else. Immediacy. Finally, under immediacy, it is important that such structures be put in place immediately 
but in a way that incentivizes employees. Any delay in the good or bad behavior or or the related financial outcome will decrease the impact of your plan. As part of this immediacy, you should be there should be sufficient communication with your employee or other third-party sales base. Town hall meeting or other similar event can be used to communicate this. Even in the world of employee compensation incentives, there should be transparency. This does not mean design of the incentive system is a democratic process, however. It is critical that the salespeople do not confuse transparency and involvement with an invitation to selfishly design the program around their own needs. The employee base has to appreciate the openness or will appreciate it and even the changes that are not favorable to their individual situations, once again, if there is transparency. So uh, an example could be his working with or the author's working with HubSpot and through this experience he learned the power of compensation to motivate salespeople not only to sell more but to act in ways that support your evolving business model and strategy. The same is true for for compliance. For the compliance practitioner, one of the biggest reasons to change change your company's culture is to make compliance more important to them and literally burn it into the fabric of your organization. But you must be able to evolve in your thinking and your professionalism as a compliance practitioner and to recognize the opportunities to change and then adapt your incentive system to make the doing of compliance part of your everyday business process. So what are... The three key takeaways. Well, really, the first one is that the DOJ and SEC recognized this over 15 years ago. If you do not have compliance incentives baked into your compensation program, you are literally 15 years behind the eight ball. Why haven't you done it? And if you haven't done it, now is the time to do it. How can you start doing it? Well, Uh, Almost every company I've ever worked for or known about has had some sort of discretionary bonus program at the end of the year based upon the company's overall sales program. Why not bake 5, 10, 20% of that discretionary bonus program, um, bake compliance into that? Uh, HR does that uh, sort of thing all the time. And uh, once again, if you do it with transparency, I think uh, people are certainly going to be accepting of it. But the key is that you make it part of the incentive structure. You may not think 20% of a discretionary bonus is a significant amount, but I guarantee you, your employees do think so. Two, keep the compliance aspects of your compensation structure easy for employees to understand. This is going to be critical. And finally, Openness and transparency will help lead to accountability and also help lead to employees accepting whatever um, compensation structure you put in place around compliance, which is always a critical element going forward. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of the role of HR in a best practices and fully operationalized compliance program on the February edition of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.